Hello and welcome everyone to Anime Declassified. Today we have directors of the NerdCon convention. They are running their fifth show in six years coming this October from the Eagle Point Recreational Sports Complex in Bellevue, Texas. Uh, welcome Cassie, James, and Jerry. How are you guys doing today? Hey, well, I think we're doing really good. I am going to say it's Mont Bellevue, Texas, though. Mont Bellevue. My apologies there. <clears throat> But yeah, doing really good. It happened. Glad to be here. I, it yeah, happened. Why don't we let Jerry uh, and, and Cassie, uh, though. What are you, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. Everything is going fantastic. We're just happy to be on this podcast with some some good old friends and, you know, happy to share the word of, of NerdCon and bring, you know, our, our message to the public. Cassie? Yeah, same. Super excited to be here. My first podcast ever got so super excited to be part of this and excited about NerdCon and to kind of share a little bit about our facility and the community and the event. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. Hopefully we don't uh, scare you away from podcasting in the future then. <laughs> no, they'll be fine. Um, just a little connection for those of our listeners back home. James and Jerry and I actually hosted a panel at Comic Palooza 2023 this year called Toy Stories and the University of Play Panel. If you want to listen to that, that's Missing 62 of our podcast. So definitely check it out because that was a fun time. It was definitely a fun time. Yeah, you know, you guys, you, I'm going to say, you know, Jerry and I do so many podcasts. And the podcast, uh, we do so many panels together at, at Comic-Cons. We've done um, at Comic Palooza and Beaumont Comic-Con. Um, and so, you know, we, we kind of feed off each other all the time. But, um, Riz, I got to say, man, you came out there and you just had some great opinions and you just knocked it out of the park. And, uh uh, oh, well, it was such you. an honor and a pleasure to get to uh, to podcast with you and to, uh, excuse me, to panel with you and now to podcast with you and to get to bring our friend Cassie along and to get to meet Miguel. So right. it's a great night, man. Dude, I'm I'm excited, man. I, I feel like I've known you for years, James, like, and it's only been less than six months. I mean, I met you at SciFiCon this past year and I've just run into you at almost every convention in the great city of Houston since then. Yeah. Well, you know, I only hang out at the cool yeah. convention, so you've been hanging out. Oh, yeah, of course. Time, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, tell us a little bit about NerdCon. How did you all kind of come together, or how did you get this idea to start a convention? Well, first it started with Cassie flying in from a helicopter from the sky. When she landed, no, that's, that's actually not how it happened. But um, so... <clears throat> I guess from the beginning of the beginning, um, I run a con, a con called the Eastern Room Funny Book and Vintage Con in Baytown, Texas. We're a comic books focused con. And through that, at some point in time, there was some folks that we were friends with. And I was friends with James at the time. And they got a hold of James. Yeah, that was way um, back in the day when we were friends. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're still <laughs> friends, obviously. Um, her name was Desiree. And she gave James a call. And basically, she said, hey, you know, I volunteer over here at this library uh, in Mont Bellevue. And... You know, if you're doing all these cons, you should come and do something over here. And at that point in time, James gave me a call and I'll let him take the story from here. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So I go out and I meet the staff at the library. Desiree hooks us up and she's like, you know, we were thinking of doing some kind of author event or whatever. And so I have zero knowledge of how to run a Comic Con. I only know that I have a Facebook group that's pretty cool. Um, called Nerdfest, and uh, and so you know I go out and I meet the library, and Jerry's running late. And I call Jerry. I'm like, dude, come help me out with this. We're buds. You've done this before. Um, come help me out. And we go up there to the library, and of course Jerry's running late. And I'm talking to the library ladies, and they're like, oh yeah, 
that sounds great. That sounds great. And I'm like, we can do this in two weeks, ladies. Let me tell you, we can get this whole entire convention and have this place full of people in like three weeks tops. And uh, <laughs> fortunately, Jerry showed up about 15 minutes into it. And he's like, okay, first off, um, he's an idiot. Here's what we really need to do. Let's make this a winter convention. Let's take about four months to build this up. Um, and so we made it happen there at the library, thanks to Jerry's expertise and, uh, you know, our, you know, our crazy ability to promote. We had no budget. Um, I was making these crazy videos and uh, Jerry and my kids and some of our friends from NerdFest came out and they, they helped us out with these crazy videos and we put them all over social media. Um, and we kind of, you know, every every social media group that we could find in the Mont Bellevue Baytown area, uh, Chambers County area, we were hitting them up with um, come out to see us, come out to NerdCon. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, initially we were kind of looking at names. We were thinking Eagle Con or something like that. And and uh, one of the friends of the library, you know, suggested, why don't you call it NerdCon, which I was personally pulling for NerdFest, but NerdCon was good too. And uh, yeah, we, we put on our show, it was raining and uh, we had uh, about 300 people show up. And that's when we realized, um, you know, that the library was probably not going to be a viable long-term option for us. Um, and the library lady, so Jerry and I thought there was going to be no second convention, honestly. And uh, when we showed up for the next year for the meeting, Jerry, uh, Jerry got there before me and he came out and met me in the parking lot. He's like, dude, they are so excited. They want to do this. Um, and at that point, we got the city involved. Brian Ligon from the city came out and, uh, you know, we were like, what can we do here at the library to make it bigger? And he goes, I got an option for you. Let me look into it. Before you go into that, James, let me make it. Let me say a couple of things about that. So just to be clear, cons, because I've, I've, I've been to probably, I don't know, uh, in the last six years, probably about four, four hundred cons, you know, little cons, big cons, all kinds of cons. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a con almost every weekend um, because that's part of what I do, you know, in terms of, you know, pushing NerdCon, Eastern Rim and the other other events that I help out with. So just to be clear, we're we're way on the other side of Houston. OK, in fact, even further from Baytown, we're within driving distance from anybody in between Houston and Beaumont, though, just putting it out yeah. there. So essentially we're out in, in the boondocks. People think of us and they think, OK, that's way out there, very far, you know, <clears throat> So on that note, the night before, there was a huge deluge that occurred. So there was flooding everywhere. It was cold. It was rainy. Like they touched on. It was probably about 43 degrees. And in the time that of that one day in the library, which we had very limited space, we had about 25 vendors and maybe two like nerd groups there, we had about 350 people come through the door. Okay. Now, just to explain something. A show, just a, like a little show, a little collector showcase for it to be successful. 150 people is a lot of people. OK, 80 to 100 is what is the average for shows like that, which is what our show was. We had 350 people come through the door and because it was cold and rainy and because there was a big flooding the night before the day before, I think it helped us in the sense that we couldn't have handled any more people. And the amount of people that were there were the maximum we could take. If anything after that, we would have just exploded. And so right from the get-go, we were absolutely on point with what we were doing because of the community buy-in. And people just barely heard about it, just, you know, here and there and on Facebook or by word of mouth, and they showed up. And so that lets us know the type of community that we're working with, the community that is invested, that cares, and that is that has, has its heart set in what, what we're creating. 
And so with that, we realized that we have to go somewhere else. And as James was saying, Brian Ligon got involved and said, go ahead, James. Yeah, you know, he was like, uh, you know what, let me look into this. And he comes back to our next meeting and he's like, guys, how'd you like to do this at Eagle Point? And uh, the rest is history. I mean, we have grown every year. I think that first year we did 1,200. Um, then co- unfortunately COVID hit and we came back and we did 12 again. And last year we did uh, just shy of 1,500 people coming through the door. And, uh, and uh, you know, I think that's the appropriate time to bring in Cassie, you know, because, you know, we can talk about all the venue stuff, you know, but Cassie, what was it like for you for your first NerdCon? And what did you, how did you feel when uh, your boss, Jason, came on and said, Cassie, um, you got to help make this thing a reality? Yeah, you know, um, running a, a 22,000 square foot facility, we do a lot of sports programs and um youth programs. And so this is, was definitely out of my realm of my boss, Jason Cassie, you know, jump on in. You're now on the NerdCon team. I said, okay, great. I love me some nerds. What, what am I getting into? Uh, <laughs> Just to be clear, he was so, trying to get out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he threw me in and, you know, I'm always up for the chat. So, um, you know, that first NerdCon, we do host our basketball, <clears throat> basketball courts. We open it up. Um, we fill that place with people, have people coming in and out. And that first going to be my word, the the amount of um, memorabilia that they were selling. It was just, it was just such a fun experience. And it was way more than I expected. You know, when my boss said, just, you know, have fun at this little event, uh, it was no little event. So, <laughs> fun to be a part of. Um, I love bringing a bunch of different people that normally wouldn't visit our facility into the into the facility. And uh, it's a really fun day. I, I think what Cassie's saying is typically nerds don't see the inside of a gym. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to say real quick, guys. So a little lesser known fact about Rizwan is when I was still living in Lafayette, Louisiana, before I moved to Houston, I used to run a library, a library convention as well with our u- local university anime club. We called it All Day Anime. It was once a year in the summer. But ours was geared towards, I think, the ages of 8 to 18. So mainly we're looking at kids, wanting to give them their first introduction to conventions and provide them a safe way to do it without you know, having to go to the big things like SciFiCon or MechaCon or at the time, Louis Anime. Um, so I have a lot of respect for you guys starting out this way because I come from that kind of world as well. And I understand how that can go. Of course, we never got anywhere near your numbers. I mean, at most, we probably got... 50 or 60 kids in the room at one time. But you know, that's you're right. impacting them in a positive way. And I got to kudos to you for working with a community organization to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that I'm really proud about with our DNA at NerdCon. And, and even with Eastern Rim, Jerry works with other nonprofit organizations. He works with another library. But being able to work with the Chambers County Library, um, who is all, and as a group, they are all about community engagement and community involvement. Um, and so getting to bring them in and to share that excitement. And, and, you know, when you go to a library, the books are free, right? It's free to check out yeah. books. It's free to check out movies. NerdCon has that same philosophy. We want it to be free for people to enter. Because I, I remember when I was, um, you know, I, I have a pretty good career now. But back in the day, I was working security and I couldn't afford to go to conventions. And 
Um, so I'd never been to a convention. And one year my wife says, let's just put aside some money and we're going to go. We're going to go to to, uh, to Space City Comic Con. And, and we did. And we had a great time and I was sold on it. And what our hope is, is that there are families out there um, who can benefit from coming to a free show. Um, and then they can enjoy getting to meet celebrities. And, and, you know, if they have those limited resources, they're not spending their first $200 just to walk in the door, but that they can actually yeah. get something to engage their kids, meet one of their heroes like Keith Coogan, um, and just really have that good time and, and get to really kind of tour such a beautiful facility. Um, I'm going to tell you the one thing I love about Eagle Point is it is a great, very comfortable, easy, accessible facility that if you're a cosplayer, the changing rooms are amazing. They are so comfortable and big, which is something you don't see when you go to a big convention center. Um, but I love that spirit that you were doing. And, and that's really kind of encompasses what we're about at NerdCon is that that building the community. And I think that's why we're so successful. When you look at the really good conventions, like you look at SciFiCon. Um, and I'm talking small market conventions. You look at CypherCon, yeah. you look at Bell County Comic Con. Um, these are cons that build their reputation within their community and grew outward. And so that's one of the things that we're trying to do. We, Yes, we market to Houston. Yes, we market to Beaumont. Yes, we market to Lake Charles. We go everywhere and we give out flyers. But our main focus first is Mont Bellevue, Chambers County, the surrounding communities like Baytown, Dayton, Liberty bringing those people in and, you know, and, and coming into our show and making it something they feel like is theirs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what you did with your library convention. So super, super. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for, for us, it was just a way to feed our anime club pipeline as well. And also one thing I'm really proud of with our little library con was every year I would run a convention survival guide panel where I would just tell them, the ins and outs of how do you go to your first con? What are the things you got to be thinking about? I make it kind of fun. I joke with them. I say, look, I know y'all want to go running with your manga, your anime into the convention and you don't have any plan, no anything, but y'all need a hotel room. Y'all need a change of clothes. You know, just things that I was, I was told at their age, you know? Well, hey, of course, if you to. still got that, send it my way because we can always take and adapt that resource for us and we would love to have that survival. Oh, yeah. I still have it somewhere. I can go dig it up. And I I mean, hey, if y'all want, I can even present it as a panel at your con this year, next year, whenever you have Hey, you know what? It. I think we could probably fit something in. So if you want to do something, <laughs> we can work on that. Yeah. Um, do you have a survival guide for con directors and how quickly can we get Cassie a copy? <laughs> <laughs> well... I, I don't have a con guide for that, unfortunately. Um, I just happen to work around a lot of different con directors from all over the country. So I know the business inside and out at this point. <laughs> hey, Riz, I had a question for you. Um, how, yes, many years did you have, how many years did your con go on for? Oh, let's see. So it originated in 2008, I want to mm -hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And the last time we had it was either 2018 or 2019. I think 2019, because I think COVID killed it. Gotcha. And then I moved away, so I don't think anyone really took it up after I moved. Gotcha. Riz moved to Houston to be a rocket scientist. I wanted to, I wanted to speak on a, a little bit about uh, about uh, NerdCon also in terms of the the attendance because you're mentioning that, you know, you had maybe 60 people or whatever, you know, and that for, for, for something focused on kids, that's a lot of people, oh, yeah. you know, 
with with us, you know, of course, we we market to a broader audience, you know, more folks, kids in particular also, but, you know, as well as adults and, and collectors and, and, you know, uh, nerds in general. We hit them from um, 8 to 68, right? Uh, more like 1 to 120. But um, right. one thing that I did want to mention is that all the numbers that we're talking about, like we had almost 1,500 last year, basically 1,500. The year before that, we had about like 13 and 12. Now, I want to point out that this is all in just one day. This is a one-day con. So in one day, we had 1,500 people come through the door. And in one day, we had 1,200 people come, or 13, about 13, the year before. So just to be clear, that we expect between 17, 18 to possibly 2,000 to come through the door this year because of the fact that we stepped up our game. We have some tremendous guests. Our marketing is on point. You know, we're, we're getting on every podcast and everywhere, shouting from every hill. And I really feel that the the amount of buy-in that we have from the community, like what you're talking about there with your con, Riz, is, is palpable. Because I'll put it to you this way. Not last year, but the year before, we had a, a, an absolute just drenching. And I'm talking about it rained for probably about an hour and 20 minutes. Now, I sat there and of course, you know, as a con director, you know, something happens, you're going to go and watch to see what happens. So I watched through that whole hour and 20 minutes, people with with paper and plastic and umbrellas and, and their costumes held over their heads, running in through the doors to come into the con. And in fact, the funny and ironic thing is whenever it stopped raining, that's when people stopped going through the doors and slowed down just a little. So <laughs> the buy-in that we have from the folks and um, the community from, from Barbers Hill, from, from Mount Bellevue, is, is absolutely tremendous. And we really feel like they've, they've taken this in and they know that this is their con. And, you know, they're very um, proud of their place, proud of their city, proud of, of their community. And we feel so honored that we're a part of that proud pride that, that that proudness that they feel for for the community and in that i know that we're going to serve people even in a better and greater capacity not just through you know being able to work through the library not just through nerd fest and eastern rim not just through our community partners but especially for the fact that we are at eagle point recreational complex and the fact that it's beautiful and it's beautiful when i say beautiful it is fantastic when you go into the gym they have all this natural lighting and people always always comment about how wonderful it is and so in that i know that the community is going to step up and be part of it as as we continue further uh, uh further down the years and you know we're just so happy that we're able to talk about that with you and have you be a partner with us well, in that Riz, well, and yeah. making making uh, understood and known what we're doing and, so and, thank you so much one thing i want to be very clear on and i'll let cassie speak on this too it, it, it's not just a gym it's not like you're just passing by and you're going 24 hour fitness, right? This is, they have convention rooms. Um, I mean, they have their own restaurant. It is a top. It is a complex. Facility. It is. It's a complex. It is a complex. It's the well-known biggest event that we do at our facility, which is saying something when it's not recreation, you know, centered. So um, bringing 2000 <laughs> through the door is is amazing and that's why we love, love partnering with NerdCon. So you know Cassie we've talked about how there's not a lot of nerds that go to the gym uh, and that folks is not actually accurate because I, I work out pretty frequently um, and Cassie if you've ever, ever seen her you know she's like um, she's got some serious guns and I'm not talking about lasers um, she uh, but Cassie what do your folks say about you know NerdCon what are the, the people who are typically there for the gym 
Um, have you heard anything from those guys about their impressions of, you know, of NerdCon and how, how that community is taking to it? Well, and that's the shocking part about it, right, is um, seeing all the faces there that are our gym like, oh, you nerd too? That's amazing, right? Um, it just brings out the kid and everything and, and everyone. And, um, you know, there's a, I think at NerdCon, there's a little bit for everybody, right? So uh, it's, it's amazing that um, we can meet, you know, all people, all types of people enjoy it. And, and so um, we love it and we love to have our grill open, right? That's uh, James said we... If you want to be like, to like strong, strong, like not, I mean, you can do it with other techniques too, but like I think we are, I think we, uh, I think she's froze up on us here. I think so. There she goes. Yeah, we were like, yeah, I think your audio was breaking in and out. <laughs> and let's, and let's be honest, there's a bunch of nerds at home going, no, she's the one I want to hear from the most. God. Exactly. <laughs> Why are the fat dudes talking again? Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, you guys mentioned how you've been constantly growing as the years have gone by, as Khan's grown in popularity. When you see the numbers and you see, oh, shoot, we've hit 1,200 this year. Oh, we're expected to hit 1,500, you know, this year, 17 to 2,000. How do you guys kind of mentally and just, like, prepare yourselves for that amount of traffic you're going to be getting in one day? You know, for me, and I'll let Jerry and Cassie kind of speak on this because they have different opinions, but for me, the the foot traffic – if people are showing up, that's not anything I need to mentally prepare for. It's like, I'm just going to turn it on and I'm going to be me. For me, it's the, all of the junk and the obstacles that get in the way along the journey. And every year there's something new that comes up. And it's like, this is the last year I'm going to do this until after the show. And then I'm like, God, I can't wait to do this again. It's like, there's this hole in my life. Um, but for me, the challenge is really, you know, the steps along the way. Um, I'm sure for Cassie, it's it's the 2000 people that show up, you know, that we're, or, you know, the 1200 that show up or 15 or whatever. Um, you know, what do you guys think? Um, honestly, the more people that come, I think the better it is for for everything that we do for our vendors, you know, for for the community, for for um, displaying what uh, Eagle Point is for for displaying, you know, uh, Mont Bellevue and 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 Barbers Hill for being able to sort of showcase everything. So honestly, I look forward to the advancement of, of people through the doors because without that, you know, we're not going to be able to grow what we do and, and who we are and get the word out because both Eastern Rim and NerdCon are the alternatives because we're free to get in and free to park because you don't have to pay $500, you know, for a family of four before you get in through the door, you know, and we have tasty, delicious food especially, you know, uh, at the at the grill there uh, at Eagle Point. And the food is, like, fantastic. We That'll get compliments every single year. And, in fact, they, they sell out pretty quickly, I believe. Right, Cash? Towards the end of the day, y'all basically have no food left? We do. Yes, we do. So and, and so with that, on. go ahead. Sorry, I have to ask you this real quick. Sure. So NerdCon not only gives you free admission, free parking, you also feed us. <laughs> Let's be clear. Well, the food is not for free. free. <laughs> but, but the food is fantastic. But I mean, but the fact that y'all even plan to feed people, you know, and of course we're going to pay you for it, but mm-hmm. the fact that you're even planning, you know, what sounds to me like a barbecue, if you're saying you're grilling, that sounds like, you know, good old Texas barbecue right here. And that, that to me is amazing that y'all are doing that. 
Sorry, Jerry. I just uh, had to jump in with that real quick. I, I, you no, know, though, I think that's great, though. I think you're, the, the fact you're pointing that out, because when you go to conventions, a lot of times it's either food trucks or there's just, you know, they got these, you know, Comic Palooza. I love Comic Palooza, but the food options are expensive and they're, you know. Well, I like to call it healthy. I like to call it con pizza. And so it's basically like twelve dollars for uh, a really big slice of pizza made out of sand and mostly styrofoam. You know, mm -hmm. occasionally there's a piece of cheese in there. And so, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, with us, you know, uh, it's not necessarily barbecue. I don't think, like Cassie, like it's... Yeah, it's why, don't, why don't we let Cassie hamburger. explain the food? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cassie, please explain the food. Yeah, um, so we're really lucky. Very, uh, his his theme, he says he can do black fraught, black tie to chicken. He does some delicious homemade burgers, um, chicken, stuff like that. Um, and he tries to really whatever ask and whatever the team decides then um you know can, can definitely make it for the people so uh and as far as i did want to mention you mentioned you know what makes us nervous about two thousand people coming in through the facility mm -hmm. and um if you would have asked me that for another event it probably would make me nervous but i tell you what when i got on this team years ago and i've said this multiple times to james and jerry this team knows how to run an event it is the smoothest thing i've ever been a part of and we run events Every month I have an event through the but well, the ladies at the library and Jerry and James, I mean, you've got it down pat. I just, I, it is really the easiest day because it's just fun. The team does not scare me at all. You, you, you got it down. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you guys got a well-oiled machine running this for sure. Well, you know what makes it easy for us though, is the fact that we've all kind of got a different focus and we're, you know, it's not like, um, you know, we're all trying to cover everything. I mean, Cassie, you know, we talk about the venue we've had to, and we've had to make some changes this year and we've done some stuff recently on the fly and Cassie's like, I'm on it. I got this, you know, Jerry and I have a lot of the vendors are our friends. The cosplayers are our friends, you know, the artists, they're our friends. And, you know, we've made different connections for meeting celebrities and I'm really good uh, at doing a lot of the marketing piece. And Jerry's really good at the logistics piece, figuring out layouts and, and and so you know the, the the our team from the library is fantastic at handling printouts and and picking up a lot of slack on things we need and working with the county and and keeping it going. So it's it the, the wonderful thing about NerdCon is yes, it is a well-oiled machine, but it's because everybody's got their focus and everybody's sharp on it and everybody's really good. And Jerry and I overlap quite a bit, but there's also areas where it's kind of like okay, this is kind of a little bit more me. And then there's areas where it's kind of a little bit more him. Um, but again, we kind of weave together and, and we basically, you know, even if we have differing opinions, you know, it's never one of those things where we, we were too upset at each other. We're just like, oh, that's what you want to do? Well, I guess so. <laughs> you know, we, we find a way to find that common ground. <laughs> we work everything out. And the thing is this, is that all well-oiled machines, as y'all put it, you know, that's how they work. You know, things come up things get figured out, you know, with, with no, you know, animus or any sort of, uh, you know, bad feelings or whatever, you know, cause that's all, all that's like childish stuff, you know, we're grownups. And so as grownups, we take care of business. We do what's, what needs to be done because what's best for the con, what's best for the people, for the community, for our venue, for our partners. And, and ultimately, you know, like I said, we, we all handle, you know, the different aspects to the best of our ability, you know, and like I said, James is fantastic, you know, you know, with, with the, the bombast, the explosion, the the the, the representation. You know, there I'm the pyro guy for Whitesnake. <laughs> yeah, well, the pyrotechnics as well, um, and and so he does a terrific job. You know, like I said, we all have our jobs, as he said a second ago, 
and we know what we're doing and we've done it so many times now that it's just kind of almost second nature. And so that's the other thing as well, being able to, to, uh, uh, repeat and then redo and repeat and redo allows us to be able to have that that shorthand in terms of how we're setting it up, how we're doing it, and how we're constructing it. And it uh, we, uh, the other thing we have to mention is the fact that we have some fantastic volunteers. And at, at our show, uh, at NerdCon in the Eastern Room as well, our focus is having community folks, kids from the community, from the high schools, from, from uh, different organizations to come and be a part of it. And we make sure that all our vendors are taken care of, not, not just the, the guests, mind you. We're talking about vendors as well. We give vendors restroom breaks. We give them breaks. We have coffee for them. You know, we provide all of these things and in, in what we do so that way that they know that we care about them and that they matter to us. Because in the end, the vendors are the backbone of any con, period, in the story. If we don't have vendors, you don't have a con, okay? And ultimately, those vendors know that we care, and that's why they come back year after year after year. And, you know, they're knocking on the door. We still have people, you know, saying, hey, do you all have spots available right now at this late date? You know, and we don't. We do not. You know, but just saying that that's part of it. Um, and I think that's one of the great things about this con, the division of labor, but also the fact that we come back and form together like Voltron, you know, to, to handle the, the gobbledygoos and all the horrible monsters from the universe, because, you know, that's what we do. Go Voltron. Hey, guys, I, I, I seriously, you know, I love talking about our backstory and how we're like uh, all molded together. But dude, we've got to talk about some fun stuff. So right. and go ahead, I was to ask you all um, of these amazing guests you have assembled here today. Who are you guys most excited to meet? Because I'll tell you my answer. I, I am over the moon to meet John Morris. John Morris is cool, but I got to say, like your 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 guests are kind of like you know, in a way. I have four children. I would never confess as to which one was my favorite. Um, so, <laughs> you know, well, we all know which one it is. Yes. Um, the second, you know, it's him. It's, it's him. never the middle child. You know, uh, no, there, you know, look, we've got um, John Morris, who is amazing. We've got Keith Coogan, uh, Val Mayrick. We have Allison. Um, you know, we got Phil Parsons, you know, so many incredible guests. Um, and, 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 you know, they're all amazing and they're all fun and cool. If I was to pick one, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I think, meeting Mark Price. Um uh, not that I'm not looking forward to meeting every single person on there. Um, but, you know, for me, I was a little metalhead kid growing up. And Trick or Treat was the first heavy metal movie that was, you know, going to be a horror, it's a horror movie, but it was a heavy metal movie that had my kind of music. And, you know, I kind of identified with uh, with Mark's character, um, you know, and it was just a really cool flick. And, uh, you know, once I saw it, it was like it was, it's really hokey and kind of a B movie, but it's super fun and super amazing. And anybody who's ever it, it, I think his message still resonates today. Anybody who's ever been kind of kicked around for what they like whether it's you know music or comics or you know cosplay or being just a total dork or whatever um i think the messaging of the movie really holds true and that's that if you play your records backward your favorite rock star will come back from the dead and kill all your enemies um no of course not no of course not but um it's it's a really pretty cool thing um you know uh, i i think i know who jerry's gonna say is his favorite cassie is there somebody you're dying to meet or that you're gonna bring your kids up and say you know what i kind of want to meet that person for that no, I think my fun is from seeing how excited y'all get when these guys come in. That's what I want. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I do some serious butt kissing. Um, so, um, yeah. 
Okay, so James uh, alluded to who my favorites are. Well, uh, one of the guys that um, I'm happy to see again, they actually had him at Eastern last year, was Val Merrick. He's the uh, creator of Howard the Duck and was one of the early folks drawing Man-Thing for uh, Marvel Comics. He's a fantastic guy, super cool dude, great stories. I mean, talking about like when he was in in Pennsylvania, hanging out with all the gangsters, it's it's great stuff. Um, John Morris is also a fantastic guy as well. Uh, John is um, actually the first time I met him was over at Hill Country Comic Con. And uh, it was just so cool. And he was very nice. And I I literally just, you know, and a lull in his his, when when, uh, he had a lull in terms of people coming to see him. You know, I just walked up and said, hey, my name is Jerry. I represent this con. Here's our information. We'd love to have you at some point in time. And he said, tell me about it. And I told him what we did and, you know, how we're nonprofit and, you know, we do this for the community and it's free. And he goes, oh, my gosh, that's terrific. Yeah, I want to be a part of that. All right. Okay, cool. So, how do I hit you up? Because um, get a hold of me on Face on on uh, on Instagram, and and we'll go from there. And it literally was just like that. Then I got a call from his uh, agent Dakota, which was gosh, probably about a week and a half later. And I know Dakota because I go, uh, he does uh, some uh, client rep uh, different cons that I go to. One of them is Mark Walter's show in, in Dallas called uh, uh, Dallas uh, Comic Show. And uh, so we knew each other from there a little bit, and I talked to him. He goes, "Yeah, man." John said, "Yeah, this really." This, this guy in his beanie comes up and he was like, tell me about this show and I really want to do it. So I didn't realize it was you, dude. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, really happy to have him, you know? And he goes, yeah, okay, cool. And it was, you know, everything was just, you know, we went through everything and what he needed and everything it was, you know, very simple, very easy. But but John is is a fantastic guy. He's very fun. He's very personable and just just like like literally like magic in the air, dude. Like seriously, when you meet him, you're gonna have a terrific time with him. But you know, and so I would have to say those those are the guys that I'm most looking forward to. Although I'm looking forward to everybody, and that's because I know them a little bit, you know. And and I consider mm-hmm. Val one of my friends, and and you know John is you know we're friendly. And so those are the guys that I think I'm most excited about them and Allison as well. Uh, we have a really cool uh, story with Allison in terms of Allison Lee, who does the, the voice of, uh, of the nurse on, on Pokemon uh, nurse Joy. and Nurse Joy. There you go. Um, James and I were, what was it, retro? Yeah, we were, we were not, not retro Palooza, but it was at uh, Bacon or Bacon. Bacon. Yes. Yeah. Bacon. The Bacon. Okay. And we were, we were at Bacon, Bacon. And um, it was really cool. We kind of just walked up and started chatting her up. And we mentioned that we'd like to have her at some point in time. And she was just totally down from the beginning, like right off the bat. And she said, yeah, no, that's cool. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to come. Let me know, blah, 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 blah. And it was very exciting that we were able to get her, you know. And uh, I think I, I, you're, you're the one who kind of cinched it all up, James. Tell, tell us about that. Well, you know, you know the, the, the wonderful thing about Allison um, is that she she is really neat and she will talk to you. And she's very down to earth but, and very personable. And I absolutely – the first second I talked to her, I was like, this is the kind of engagement. Because one of the things that's really important to us, whether it's vendors, cosplayers, um, or celebrities, is we want people who are engaging, who are going to talk to you, who are going to make, because experience is everything. And with Allison, I mean, she's so many iconic characters on Pokemon. And then you add to that, she's also the voice of Polly Pocket and Strawberry Shortcake. I mean, those things all right there just fit everything about NerdCon, because we're about anime, um, and we're also about retro, 
And, you know, it's a toy show on top of a comic book show on top of an anime show. Um, and so she was just so amazing to talk to. And we went to panel with her and all the other great actors, and um, you know, many of um, whom will also be at the show. We, we've got a few. Uh, Phil Parsons is, uh, was also there. Uh, Lissette was there. Um, but she's so amazing. And to, to play that many iconic characters and, and we talked to her about it and she's like, yeah, I'll come. I'd love to be a part of it. And I really think this is uh, great for us because I think. Um, you know, she's one we really want to market heavily. And I think that there were some opportunities to market her a little bit more because I think she's just so fantastic and so much iconic, um, so many iconic roles. Um, and really, I, I kind of wanted to touch on John Morrison for just a, uh, John Morris for just a second. Um, because if you think about Toy Story, right, and we all have watched, Toy I'm sorry, is there anybody in this room who's not watched Toy Story? Everybody's watched Toy Story. Cassie, I'm guessing you've watched with your kids several times. Um, Absolutely. Right. And that's such a great, wonderful family movie. Right. But if you think about what a Comic-Con is, right, everybody who comes to Comic-Con is basically Andy. Right. Because we form these wonderful attachments to these things that we have in pop culture as we're young. Um, you know, uh, whereas for me, it might have been watching, um, you know, Keith Coogan in, you know, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Um, or, you know, to my son, maybe it's, you know, uh, it's, you know, some of the characters, Phil Parsons and Dragon Ball Z or, you know, everybody who's collected Pokemon or, you know, the kids who play with Strawberry Shortcake, whatever. But we all have that thing that we love. And that's what brings us back to Comic-Con. And that's what brings us to NerdCon, because we're we're really playing upon that and, and really wanting to make sure that I mean, it, we get that happiness. Right. And when I can go to a show. And this is one of the things I love about our show as opposed to some of these, you know, very narrowly focused shows that you go to, because I can go in and see something that I love and I can take my children and I can see what they love and we can kind of connect because it doesn't really matter if you're talking about movies or anime or comics, right? It's all about story, right? Even when you're talking about the toys that we play with, we're creating story. Um, we're creating these adventures. And that's some of what we talked about, Riz, in, in our panel together. Um, yeah. is, you know, building these universes. And that's what these people represent. You know, Keith Coogan is, a, is, a, is an incredible guy. I, I just want to say that he's an incredible guy, but I'm not going there to see Keith Coogan. I'm going there to see Brad from Adventures in Babysitting, right? <laughs> I'm going there not to see John. I'm going there to meet Andy from Toy Story, right? I'm going to meet Tom McKee. Um, I'm not going to meet Tom McKee. I'm going to meet the guy who is the voice of the zombies in season seven of of uh, one piece, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of, you know, you're, you're going there to meet your heroes and these people who, who's, you know, have impacted your lives in such a positive way. And so I, I like to say, you know, we're all Andy at our core, right? You know, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl or how old you are. Um, it's all about that thing that you love that made you feel good. Um, and sharing that with people that you care about. And that's what I think is so beautiful about NerdCon. We have a beautiful facility. We have a great team. Um, and we got cool people, but it's really about boiling down to the things that we all love and connecting through that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Good. Uh, I was going to say real quick. Yeah, James, you hit it on the nail so hard, my friend, because something I, me as a fan, not talking as a person who's been 20 plus years doing anime secrets and a convincing life and all that, but as a fan who attends these things for the love of it, one thing I always find very fascinating is how familial these people that we meet feel to us. I mean, I've never met these actors before I get to the con, 
But if you put me in front of like Aaron Cahill or Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force, for example, I mean, look, I, I can talk to them for hours, and I have talked to them for hours just at their tables because I've built a connection to them through their work and their presence on social media. And, you know, whenever I go to these events, it feels like a family reunion, you know? And that's, I think that's what your guys are trying to build here is that familial connection with your attendees, your vendors, your guests. And let's not forget the cosplayers too. They're amazing as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I just want to say that real quick. Miguel, I think you're going to say something before I cut you off for the third time today. <laughs> I'm used to it by now. Uh, you Clearly, you guys have a lot of passion towards this con. You know, when it's something of your creation, you always want to take care of it. You want to see it grow. So I guess the question I have here for you guys, has the thought kind of crept in of potentially doing more than one day or expanding the con to be, you know, a little bit larger? Would Cassie be okay with that? Would Cassie, yeah, would Cassie be okay with that? Now you're pushing it. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> you, you know, maybe we should start a letter writing campaign. Everybody, Cassie's home address is. <laughs> Here's her phone number and how you can contact her in every single way. Smoke well, signals are also accepted. So I do work pack tight in there I do, I do worry that um you know our facility is massive but w what happens when we outgrow the space you know and that that does worry me so out of curiosity how many how big like what's your capacity for people in the building yeah so it's a it's a large building but the area where the the tables are set up um it's suited for about 500 at a time right mm -hmm. so that's not comfortable <laughs> in there with, with, with vendors and all their stuff. So um, it's quite a big, big area, but enabled to move around, you know, I, I think we see about two to 50 probably in there at a time and they roll through throughout the whole day. Okay. You, you know, I want to say we're very, very fortunate. Um, would we like to be a two day show? Absolutely. Um, but we also understand the constraints of the facility and they, they have responsibility to their members. Um, you know, and and we're very fortunate to be there but we also know that the people who pay to come in and use the facilities they need to be able to have access to that as well and so um you know i will say that eagle point the staff the management there have always treated nerdcon um, really well and shown us the utmost respect and courtesy and their staff work really hard and are super polite um and so honestly i could not picture us being anywhere else um, would I love to be a two-day show? Absolutely. But because NerdCon is so into community, and when I say community, I mean not just Chambers County, not just Mont Bellevue, not just the surrounding cities of Baytown and Houston and Pasadena and Dayton and Liberty but and Beaumont, but it's also about the nerd community. And so I get that. We, we have that buy-in. We're, we're building those relationships, but we want to respect the relationships that Eagle Point also has within their community as well and so we're just very fortunate that they allow us the facility um, and that they work with us and uh, have just been such wonderful community partners and, and such an amazing facility and, and i want to say you know working with jason was great um, cassie is a complete rock star she is the michael jordan of that team um she is you know she's 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 you know she's like the pat riley she's the she's the coach that keeps it all together and keeps her team running and she does such an amazing yep. job and and i'm just 
I think there's been no better. Uh, you know, we the library team, hundred percent fantastic. Everything is because of them. But adding Mont Bellevue, uh, adding Eagle Point on, has been really a huge driver of the success at NerdCon, and we can't we can't say enough about Eagle Point. And uh, so, would we love to have two days? Yes. Do we want to encourage you to stop by the Eagle Point uh, table at NerdCon and let them know that you'd like to have two days? Uh, particularly if you're a member there, yes, we would like that very much. But we we respect their needs and the needs of their of their uh, community. They're they're buttering me up right now. You hear them? Oh, it's a lot of good butter. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if we can, if we can, you know, and maybe we don't have to tell Cassie. Maybe we tell her boss repeatedly at midnight yeah. on his phone, um, <laughs> and randomly drive by his house and leave things on the I doorstep. Mean, um, you could also just. So up on the second day. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No. no, no. I so do not actually. Ultimately, ultimately, there. Uh, Cassie has been a tremendous steward for us. She's been a steward for for the facility and for NerdCon. And you know, any access that we have, it's due to her. And we 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 love her and appreciate her tremendously. And like I said, you know, all I can say is this: that you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Either way, we're going to keep going. And we're going to keep, you know, bringing our community partners together to create something valuable and commemorative for the community and both uh, there in, in, in the area and beyond. So, like, all I can say is this is everything is going really well and we can't do anything without them. And so ultimately, you know, they have been wonderful and we're going to continue this relationship and it's going to be absolutely wonderful as we continue. Awesome. So. We've talked a lot about your guest of honors. We've talked about the space and all that. What events do we get in that period of time from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m.? I'm so glad you asked. Um, Hey, listen, man, we are a high energy convention. And, you know, we're going to have this standard stuff that everybody has. We're going to have a cosplay contest and there's going to be money up for for prizes. Um, This year, we're actually going to give out our first trophies um, and they are specially designed NerdCon trophies. Uh, Desiree Juarez, one of our vendors, is 3D printed them for us and they're going to be amazeballs. Um, But we also are going to do some things, you know, there'll be panels. You'll have our actors panel and our actors panel are very interactive. Um, one of the things we do at the end is we do a, an actor's idol where you get to come up and you get to do a 10 second audition for the actors and they can tell you if they would have given you a job, um, which is really a lot of fun. Um, but throughout the day, we'll also have opportunities where you can kind of interact with the actors a little bit and we'll play games and things of that nature. Like we might do some toy trivia with um, Allison and, you know, John or something like that because they're, you know, John's from Toy Story and Allison is two iconic toy lines, Um, you know, and then we're going to, you know, there'll be all kinds of fun stuff. We'll do a cosplay parade. Um, We'll give out some door prizes for trivia questions. Um, You know, there's just all kinds of fun things that we're rolling through our heads right now. Um, We, for panels, we'll probably do a Star Wars, Star Trek panel. You know, what would a combined universe look like for those two? Um, You know, and if, you know, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, we've got two panel rooms rocking, so we're going to find some great stuff to do um, that's going to allow people to interact. Uh, Riz is going to do some kind of panel, I'm sure. Um, and so, yeah. We usually, have, we usually have a writer's panel. Yeah. We usually have, 
you know, a, maybe a panel for comic book uh, guests. We usually have, you know, panels for, for all sorts of different things, maybe some cosplay panels in terms of like cosplay 101, that kind of a thing. Um, the other lovely thing is that because we have access to both panel rooms, that we'll be able to, to sort of stagger them back and forth, back and forth, so that way that they don't st uh, stack on top of each other. So it's going to work out pr uh, really well. And we're going to have, you know, just like I said, People always throw panel ideas at us, and we always have panel ideas. So there's going to be just tremendous panels, and they're going to be fantastic, every last one. And we also do – one of the things that we really do that I love doing is the cosplay parade where we march through the through the aisles, and we have all the cosplayers come up, and you kind of get to see everybody. Hey, James. Yeah. Hey, James. Why don't you tell them who's at the head of that cosplay parade? Uh, it, uh, <laughs> some big nerd. Um, yeah, yeah, who is it? Tell us. Yeah, you tell know, us it's, it's our mascot <laughs> is usually at the head of the parade. Um, you guys have probably seen him as a green alien, you know, he's, Oh, cool. He's, so you got me the costume for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then we will also do, we're going to have our first VIP experience, um, this year, and we're going to release details on that very, very soon. Um, the VIP experience is going to, um, it's going to be a great, ex and this is a, this, I want to stress NerdCon is free to attend. It's free to attend. However, if you want the VIP experience, which is a different thing. It's $100. Um, you're going to get the opportunity to hang out with Mark Skippy Price from Trick or Treat and Family Ties. He played Skippy on Family Ties. We're going to watch. Um, there'll be um, an interaction with him where you can do um, a little comedy show for about 30 minutes. You'll get to hear some of his stand-up. Um, you're going to get to come to an after event um, where we'll have a wonderful catered dinner. Um, they're at Eagle Point, um, and uh, it's going to be our uh, the fabulous chef will have something good. Cassie's going to let us know. I don't even know yet. Cassie, do you even know what the what the dinner is going to be yet? Okay, she doesn't know yet. She doesn't know yet. Um, and then afterward, we're going to go uh, to the VIPs that uh, have signed up for this incredible package. We're going to go and watch Trick or Treat um, with Mark Price, and uh, you're going to get to ask him questions, and uh, it's amazing. It's going to be, it's, it's perfect for, and it's perfect timing because it's a spooky movie and we're right, you know, knocking on the door of Halloween. Um, and Cassie said she's going to bring her boys, even though it's completely inappropriate for their age group. So <laughs> young, start them young, you know, exactly. They got to learn eventually. Uh, yep. No, but it's, you know, it's going to be just, we want to do so many fun things and, 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 you know, I think what makes Comic-Con special is the experience. The things that you buy are great, right? The celebrities you meet are very, very cool, but it's that entire overarching experience. And so when you get to come out, right, and you get to have these, not just sitting and meeting them at a table and signing, having an, a, a celebrity sign a picture, but when you get to come and be a part of a panel and you get to go and watch a movie with them, that's something. When the cosplayers are so approachable and they're supportive of each other and you get to strut your stuff on on a little stage, um, that's so much fun. And when you go to the vendors and they're all so nice and friendly and they talk to you about the things that you love. Right. And that's Riz. I know you, you've met me at CypherCon. You've seen our booth at, oh, yeah. at, um, at Comic Palooza. You know that that's how my family operates when we have our booth out. Yeah. Those are the kind of vendors we're looking for, right? We want the vendors that when you talk, when you walk up and they see you looking at a Power Ranger, they're going to be like, oh my God, I love Power Rangers too. And this is what it's so cool. And you have that back and forth and it, it, it creates that moment of memory. 
And the thing is not only the, is it the thing that you love, but now it's tied to another reason that you love it because you had such a good yeah. time at NerdCon. You got such so many friendly people you got to meet. You got to hang out and 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 eat in the grill with your buds. And, you know, you got to, to talk to all these cosplayers and you got to interact with these celebrities in a way that was different. Um, and that's what makes NerdCon so special. And, and, and it, it again, it goes, it's just everybody there. It's our team. It's Cassie's. Everybody that's working there under Cassie's umbrella, it's the support of the library staff. But most importantly, it's that community. It's both the nerd community and the community there in Chambers County, Mont Bellevue, and the surrounding areas. Um, that's what we're all about is just building that. And, and that's why NerdCon's so special. And guys, if you come out, you're going to have the most amazing time. I have dominated this entire conversation. I think that we've been about 20 minutes of just me talking straight on that one thing. You're a very captivating individual. <laughs> you really are. I mean, look, I, I've met James now three times, and he is the most charismatic person I've ever met. Well, I don't um, want to disagree know, with you, so I won't. <laughs> I know a lot of the kids nowadays use my name to indicate that by saying they got the ribs, but guys, James really had the ribs. And ribs <laughs> means charisma, by the way, just so everybody knows. I dig it, man. <laughs> all, all the older people, yeah. <laughs> So definitely sounds like you guys got a great community there. Uh, do you guys want to give out, as we're kind of wrapping this up, do you guys want to give out any shout outs to any kind of uh, sponsors or anyone that's kind of helped you continue build this uh, amazing con? Of course. Absolutely. Uh, Jerry, you, you want to take a few and then I'll take a few. And yeah. then, uh, you know, if Cassie wants to give a shout out to anybody or she wants to say, tell her kids to go to bed, we can have that too. <laughs> So for sure, we want to thank thank uh, Eagle Point, obviously, Mont Bellevue, uh, City of Mont Bellevue, Chambers County Library, uh, Chambers County, Texas, Sonic. You know, uh, I'll let you go from there. James. Yeah, and first off, let me just say uh, a special thank you to Sonic because uh, they give out free uh, slushy yeah. coupons when you come to the show. Where, and they're called flurries. I, I don't know. They're 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 they're, they're icy drinks. They're really good. Um, best best that they can make um, for sure. Um, we also want to thank MB Link. Um, they've always been a great, great supporter of ours. Um, thank you, Brian. What's that? I said, thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank you, Brian. <laughs> um, big shout out again to Chambers County Library System, the city. Uh, I want to thank Right Stuff Anime. They always send us amazing prizes and have been a great supporter to us. Um, the Retro Exchange, um, you know, Jorge um, and his team, they have great facilities out in Houston and, um, they bring incredible stuff. Alter Ego Comics and Games in Baytown. Um, Sterling and his people are so amazing, and they're going to have a great setup with lots of pops. Uh, but he also sells comics and gaming things, so if you're into that, go check that out. Um, God, am I missing anybody? D.C. Gomez, USA Today best-selling author, D.C. Gomez. Um, she is a rock star amongst authors, and if you've never met her, she is the nicest human being you will ever meet. I love her. She's beautiful uh, inside and out. She is just the most fantastic person you're ever, ever going to meet. Uh, friends of the Chambers County Library System, you guys are amazing. Um, big shout out to the Eastern Rim Funny Book and Vintage Con, or let me say it in my announcer voice. The Eastern Room, Funny Book and Vintage Con. Um, they are absolutely fantastic. Jerry done a, does a great job with that show, and, and he allows me to come out there and hand out uh, crap tons of flyers. And, um, you know, we really promote out there well. And, and, and really the spirit of um, Eastern Rim and NerdFest is kind of married together, and, and it's, you know, helped create this beautiful thing. Um, and then I want to thank um, all of the members of NerdFest, the Facebook group, because you guys are so super supportive. 
Um, they've done so many amazing things to help us grow. Um, and it's a fun group if you're into, you know, pop culture. Right now we're doing a time travel thing. Last week we were in the 80s. This week we're in the 2000s. Um, but we jump around and, and do different topics and we talk about it and we discuss it. And we do show and tell every Friday. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I want to thank my, my family um, who runs NerdFest Texas when I'm out there. Um, doing all of the crazy stuff on the floor and trying to keep this, this the most fun convention you can ever go to. Um, Cassie, is there anybody I'm missing? And, and, and again, guys, I, I cannot say enough about the great staff and the beautiful facility of Eagle Point Recreational Sports Complex. Um, you guys are just so amazing. But Cassie, anything that I missed that you want to call attention to? Y'all are so nice to me. No, um, I think you covered it all. Like I, like you mentioned, it's really um, it's really fun to be a part of. And the city of Mount Bellevue, you know, the Eagle Point is now um, um, an extension of the city of Mount Bellevue. So it's really nice to be able to to, to partner with the city and the city, um, you know, give NerdCon some face time. So just our community and the library ladies, you know, big shout out to them as well. So um, thank all of them. Now, one thing... I have one more person. I have one more person to give a shout out to really quickly, um, and I think she's gone dark. But I, I want to mention Cassie one last time and give her like a round of applause because, like I said, literally without her, we'd be out on the road in the ditch or something like that. Hang, you know, having NerdCon. Come on, kids, come to NerdCon. There's some crawdads. But like I said, Cassie is fantastic. She is really one of the linchpins for us, and so we can't thank her enough. And and now, hands down, the most adaptable member of our team. Uh, no matter yes. what we throw at her, she's like, all right, all right. I got a person for that. Um, yeah. well, let's do yeah. it. I'm all about it. And she has done so amazing this year. We really had to lean heavy on um, on Eagle Point. And Cassie has been our foundation. She's just really, she's kept us up. And certainly, uh, you know, we can't, we can't say enough about it. So question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Hearing all these amazing sponsors and friends and everyone that's helped y'all, I'm kind of guessing that a lot of the NerdCon backend is built by some kind of county grant or something. Am I wrong about that? Or is there some other funding source? Well, so it comes from three sources of funding, and I don't want to get too much into the money, but we uh, mm-hmm. are funded by the county. Um, we receive funding from the city and then we receive, uh, the fees from our vendors, which are low, um, for right. Comic-Con. Um, and we use all of that money and, and our show is nonprofit. We're not, we're, we're taking every dime that we take in and we're filtering it back into the show in one way or another. Um, our business, our business model is to make no money. Our business Good. model is literally to take every penny that we have, put it back into the con so we can continue this for next year so that we can have something for everybody to bring the community together, to be able to allow people to have that connection, that interaction, which is super important. Because in the end, like James said earlier, it's all about family. And what are we if not a grand family, a big family that comes together, has a great time, has the memories, shares them and comes back together every single year. So that way that we can still connect and still have those chats and those conversations and that interaction that is absolutely necessary to keep the nerd heart and the nerd soul alive. Awesome. Yeah, and I was just asking that more so to highlight that while you have no admission price, we have so many great people helping to make NerdCon possible. Mm-hmm. And that's something I want to highlight to our audience that, look, you don't have to pay $100 a ticket to get in the door to hang out and have a great time. 
with the generous help of Mount Bellevue and whoever else, all the other Chambers County, you, mentioned, you know, Chambers County, um, those those entities are what makes something like this possible. And I urge y'all, you know, I mean, our our audience is around the country. If you guys are interested in doing something similar, here's your model for how to do it right. You got to have the, the passion like these guys have, because obviously, like for the last hour now, I've heard nothing but passion, love, and hard work from each of these three people. And that alone deserves another round of applause here, I think. So, you know, y'all y'all have done an amazing job. I'm really excited to come out there in October and hang out with y'all for today. And I know I'm talking to Zachy, our one of our other podcasters right now, via text, and she's very intrigued to come out as well and join us. So, no you know, we're really looking forward. <laughs> we're really looking forward to this event. And I, I just got to say, look, y'all are y'all got something very special here. Because one thing that you said, Sarah, that I take to heart and I love so much about it is I love the convention where it's nonprofit, y'all don't make the money. At the end of the day, it's a labor of love. Because what happens there is you guys are thinking of the fans first, pocket second. And that's the most important thing when it comes to building something like this. You're not there for the corporate, let's get $10,000 per guest, whatever. You guys are here because you want to make sure that the small kid who has never been to something like this before can go and meet their hero. And I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, um, and I love that you say that, and I appreciate you saying that so much. One, there is one guest I want to make sure that we point out before we go, uh, because she is a local hero. And um, I want to make sure that we give a little um, recognition to Lauren Harp, who is a Mont Bellevue teacher. Um, but she appeared on CBS Survivor in the past season, and uh, she went pretty far. She didn't win at all, but she's going to be our special guest. And, you know, it's people like her, the educators out there that are really dealing with our children um, and showing just um, amazing things that they can do. So I do want to make sure that we mention her and that you guys come out and meet her. But Riz, everything you said means so much to me, and I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, um, you know, we definitely appreciate the community and the support you guys are giving us. You guys are the best. So one last question. Um, I don't think the schedule of events is out yet. When do you think we can expect um, more information on the panels and everything else going on? Soon. Very awesome. soon. I know that's Very a question soon. we'll get asked at some point. I, I'm going I'm to tell you, if we don't get that in soon, the mother of NerdCon is going to ground us all. Yes. <laughs> yes. No Cheetos except, for us. Is the mother of NerdCon Cassie, or is that somebody else? Cassie's the aunt of NerdCon. Yeah. Okay. She's the cool She's cousin cool of Ner older cousin of NerdCon, even though we're way older than her. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> the mother of NerdCon is named Kelly, and she's the one who keeps us all in line. And, and yeah, we, we definitely will have all of that coming to you very soon. We're working on it as we speak, so to speak. Excellent. And where can uh, people check out uh, for any potential updates for something like that? Um, so I'm going to tell you guys the best place to follow us is on the Facebook. Um, we live on the Facebook, um, but we're also on Instagram and we have our website. It's called nerdconmb.com, www.nerdconmb.com. Uh, MB stands for Mont Bellevue. If you're like, why do they have an MB on there? It's for Mont Bellevue. Um, so yeah, they can check us I out there. Badass. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that, so you can check any of those three sources, 
um, and we'll keep you up to date. And you can see some of our crazy videos, you know, community engagement that we've mentioned was so big to us. The people who are in our videos are people from the community who wanted to be a part of it. We, every year we do a big thing where we invite the community to come out and help us make little promotional videos, see our community, see those great cosplayers, the passion that they have for it. Um, and, and it's going to be so much fun. And so check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and at nerdconmb.com. Um, or just go up to Eagle Point Rec Center and look for the posters hanging in the window. Yep. And for sure, we'll have links to all those down in our descriptions and everywhere. And once again, you can check these guys out on, on NerdCon October 21st from 10 a.m. 6 p.m. at the Eagle Point Recreational Sports Complex in Montbellevue, Texas. Guys, thank you all so much for your time, for telling your story. We're looking forward to seeing another successful con from y'all. Well, thank you for yeah. being a, bringing this to us and having us be a part of it. It's, it means a lot to us. Like I said, any way that we can get it out, the word out to the community, to the people here and beyond is important. And y'all are the purveyors of this particular type, and we can't thank you enough. And your show is awesome, and we're so happy to be on it. And hey, just, just one really more question here. Um, for the last word from our team, can we give it to Cassie? Cassie, for our team, take us out. Oh, my gosh. I feel special. Thank you, you are so special. much. <laughs> well, I, I, again, just to comment what Jerry said, we appreciate being this. Can't wait to y'all all there at NerdCon on October 20th. All right. And with that, that is our episode of Animated Classified, hosted by AnimateSecrets.org. Uh, check us out at animesecrets.org. We have lots of good stuff coming up in the future, so stay tuned and keep on rocking. <laughs>